friend, I'm Neil, and I believe that you can make as much money as you want working as little as you want. This podcast is the answer to how. People told me that I could choose to work less, but if I did make that choice, I would have to also choose to make less money. I finally called BS on this idea and went on a mission to figure out how to make six figures or more working on a part-time schedule. I did it in the corporate world, and now I'm doing it as an entrepreneur. I work less than half of what I used to work as an employee in my corporate job, and I have 10 times my corporate salary. Now, I teach others how to do business on a part-time schedule too, so they have more freedom and flexibility. This is what the semi-retired lifestyle is all about, and I believe it's the antidote to the too busy life. Let's face it, if you didn't have to work all the time for money, you wouldn't be too busy for the life you really wanted to live. In this show, I'm sharing my secrets, tools, and strategies to do business and life on your own terms and live the lifestyle of your dreams. It's time to unbusy your life. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome to the show. Okay, so today I have an amazing guest with me, Anthea Dunks. She has been on the show before, but I wanted to bring her back because she's so masterful at emotional work. And I see this so often in my own mastermind, in my own self, in clients and students that I coach all at all levels from zero all the way to seven and eight figures in the entrepreneurial world and really struggling with the emotional roller coaster of what it is to be an entrepreneur. And so today, what I want to help you do is help you solve that emotional roller coaster. And when I say that, I don't mean that you aren't going to experience emotion, but I want to help you maybe think about emotion differently and think about how to handle it when it does happen in the most productive, effective, helpful way, rather than getting stuck in it. So today, we're going to talk all about feelings, what they are, where they come from, and what do we do with them so that we don't get stuck in our businesses or in our lives, in any place where we want to be making progress and moving forward. Maybe we have a goal that we want to achieve and you may think be thinking like, I know what I should be doing, but I'm not doing it. This episode might be the answer to why and how to move yourself out of that place. Please enjoy this interview with Anthea Dunks. Welcome, Anthea. I am so excited to have you back on the podcast. Thanks, Neil. I'm so glad to be here. I'm like doubly excited because we were just chatting before this, but what's super interesting is Anthea is in vacation on Hawaii and <laughs> I'm about to join her. We happen to be vacationing <laughs> on the same island at the same time. So we're going to get to meet up in person over this next week, which I'm thrilled about. So I just think it's super fun. And we're going to get to do this podcast and then meet up next week. That is an amazing coincidence. And yeah, I'm so excited to connect yeah. with you in person yeah. here of all places. I know. Right? I'm already relaxed and in vacation mode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so thank you so much for doing this podcast today because you are on vacation. You are like with your family, all the things. So today, if you're listening today, we are going to be talking about feelings. Now, I know that some of you, when you hear that topic, or maybe you even saw the name of the episode and you were like, eh, I don't think that's for me. What I want to challenge you to do is maybe take a listen and just see how this actually might be for you. Feelings, I think, in the business world especially, 
do not get much bandwidth. We don't talk about feelings so much other than what we shouldn't be feeling or what we wish we were feeling and how we would love to feel, but we don't necessarily understand all of the components of feelings today. So what Anthea and I are going to do, she is like a ninja, a master at feelings <laughs> and emotions, <laughs> which is why I hired her to coach inside of my 10K and 10 Hours Mastermind because entrepreneurship has a lot of feeling work that's associated with it. And she's so masterful at it that I wanted her to come on and talk with me and share with you what it means to process emotions and why we even want to do that kind of work in the first place and how it has any practical application with business or going after anything else in your life, any kind of goals that you're going after. So maybe Anthea, what we could talk about first is what are feelings? Number one, because I think there's a lot of misconception about what that even is. Yeah. And then what the heck it has to do with business? Because totally, <laughs> totally. The last thing most of us are thinking about when we go on this entrepreneurial venture. So feelings are just a sensation in our body. You know, if you think about most basic, like something happens and you notice like a pit in your stomach or like tightness in your chest, the in the abdominal region is where most people who even aren't super tuned into this work, they're like, oh, yeah, I just kind of got that feeling in my stomach when somebody said that thing. Yeah, totally. And I know exactly what you're saying when you say the pit in your stomach. I'm like, oh, yeah, that is like. When I'm super anxious or worried, that's what happens to me. I get that. Right. Because if you've done this work a bit, you can actually associate it with the words that are feelings, right? There's a yes. whole list of words that are feelings, but we're actually going to take it a little bit deeper and talk about what happens in our body because that's the one that for sure doesn't lie <laughs> when we feel that in our stomach, right? Yes. Yeah. And I think you make a good point. So there is, this is why we want to talk about this. There's so many components to feelings. So number one is like the word that we use to describe a feeling. And then there is this, that's like our intellectualization, I would say of feelings. Right. And then there is the actual sensation, our body's physical experience of the feeling. Yeah. So, Anthea, would you, is that how you would describe that too? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think we're really good. I think we, uh, many of us know enough to know how to like intellectualize our feelings. But I think like you said, the next layer of that is understanding the sensation itself, like the body's physical reaction or experience of that feeling. And that's what we're going to dive mostly into today. Yeah. And then let's also, even though I've, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, tell us a little bit about what, where do feelings even come from? <laughs> well, our feelings are coming from what we're thinking. Yeah. So there's some circumstance in our life and we have a thought about it. And then that triggers a feeling in our body. And I think even that alone, so many of us, I literally remember, you'll probably laugh at this, Anthea, because you've done so much of this feeling work. But I remember like 10 years ago, I was pretty new mom. I was doing all the things and I was like 
really struggling. And I remember looking to my husband and saying, I wish I just didn't have to feel my feelings because my life would be so easy if I didn't have these damn feelings. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I know. And then I learned about coaching and then I learned about like, Oh, well, that's actually not a thing. Like not having feelings is not a thing. But it was so interesting to me that I, that's like, that was my wish that I could just right. get control of my feelings or not feel them. And like, I, I remember saying to him, I just am so emotional and I just act from emotion. <laughs> so yeah. funny to me now, because that is the way that we are programmed. Our feelings <laughs> drive our actions. And I was thinking that there was something wrong with me because that's the way that I noticed I was operating. So, oh my gosh, what amazing awareness for you. I mean, you didn't want right. to do it, except no. of course you were operating based on your emotions, which is the way the world works. Right. Yeah. So I think that's so Super funny. Fun. And I think that's the other piece to this. So number one, our thinking is what causes our feelings, even though there's so much in our society that tells us that our feelings are because of other people, other things, a job, money, lack of money, all, you know, all of the circumstances of our lives. It's really our brain's interpretation of those circumstances that creates a feeling. So just to kind of give you an example of, you, you know, how there could be a different way of feeling because you think about differently about a circumstance, there is this metric that's made up in our coaching industry about having a business and somehow being successful once that business hits $100,000. Okay. So that's just like a pervasive idea inside of the coaching community that Anthea and I have. And what's super interesting is for me, when I, like three years ago, making $100,000, I felt so excited about that because my idea was that is so much money and that means I'm successful. And so that way of thinking about it would make me feel a certain way. Now, if you tell me my business is going to make $100,000 this year, my interpretation of that is I'm failing. <laughs> Which, oh, right. Terrible. Because your thinking has changed. It's exactly <laughs> no right. Yeah. yeah. So that 100K is like, it seems so small to me now that I'm like, oh my God, I did something totally wrong. My business is going in the toilet kind of idea. And so <laughs> I feel terrible when I think about it that way now. But I used to think about it very differently and I felt excited and I felt like so proud of myself that I could achieve that. So you can see how like it's the same situation, but different interpretations of that, different thoughts about it create a different emotional experience about it. Right. Yeah. So it's important to understand like this is just the way that we work. We're like giving you the human design operating manual right now. Like <laughs> we have things in our lives. Our brain offers an assumption or interpretation of it. We call it a thought. It's like a sentence or a phrase in your mind. And that way of thinking creates your feeling. And so there's the intellectual version of that feeling, which is the name that we apply to it, which is maybe happy or sad or frustrated or disappointed or anxious, all of those feeling words that you're familiar with. And then there's the other piece of it, which is our experience of the feeling, which is the sensation, the vibration in our body from that feeling. And that's the piece, the deeper piece that Anthea 
and I want to dive into a little bit today. So we need to kind of like set you up to make sure that you understood that piece so you can understand what it means to process a feeling. So let's just like maybe dive into that. Like how do we process feelings? Let's take that first. And then we want to talk about why do we want to do this? Because I know my podcast listeners Many of them are very practical people and <laughs> they're going to want to understand why this is something they would even want to do. So, okay. How do we process feelings? So I'm going to start even like what that means, what we're talking yeah. about when we say process a feeling. I would say like the most simple definition is you just choose to feel it because for most of us and you know, like the example you gave, our default is kind of to like work around them. Like we might yeah. realize that they're there for us, but when there's we're experiencing feelings that we don't like, we think they're not serving us, especially if we already know that the actions we're going to take are being fueled by what we are currently feeling. We're like, oh crap, that's not where I want to be. I don't want to be hanging out in shame or failure or any of those things that are not going to fuel my business, right? Like I got to get to the place where I feel excited and determined and committed because yeah. those sound good and those fuel me to do all the right things. Right. And allegedly other people have told me that's the way that I should feel. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So when we're having one of those emotions that we think is not going to serve us, Processing emotion is slowing down and taking a minute to actually feel this. So we'll talk about a, a couple of different methods, um, primarily doing this with a coach so they can lead you through an exercise where you feel it in your body. I also will talk about something at the end that you can do on your own to calm your nervous system just in the moment when you are noticing that your body is, you know, it could be like fight or flight. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of us get to is that fight or flight. And we don't ever work through that. It's like, oh no, we're freaked out and we need to like bypass the feeling really quickly. Yeah. This comes up in business all the time. Like I think there's two actions that <laughs> that come up. Either people avoid. They're like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm feeling this terror basically inside of my body. And so I can't show up in my business to do the thing. Yeah. Or they try to out action their fear. Yes. Oh my gosh. That is totally me for the opposite. <laughs> And I, I still know that I fall into that pattern. I'm way more aware of myself now than I was obviously five years ago because I've been so coached and I've you know, gone, gone through and done all this work, but that is totally my typical pattern. And I see that in a lot of our high achieving people, students, clients that I've worked with. If I just work harder, do more then somehow I'm going to eliminate the worry and the stress and the angst and it never yeah. works that way. <laughs> right yeah. yeah so I want to go back to something that you just said like at the very beginning and, and make sure that everyone caught what Anthea said like processing feelings 
most basically is feeling your feelings. And this does not mean describing the feeling in your mind to yourself, because I think that's our like creative intellectualizing of the feeling way that we think that we're feeling our feelings. It is really looking at your body. It's like shutting your brain off almost, quieting your brain down so that you can see and feel what is actually happening in your body. That's what it means to feel a feeling. Yeah. And this will come more or less easy to different people. I mean, I think a lot of people can relate to that pit in your stomach that you have that feeling in your gut. I think that's pretty common. But I've coached a lot of people who, you know, when we're starting to look at this, they're like, I don't know what I feel in that body. Yep. I don't feel anything. Yep. I so relate to that. That was me for like the longest time was like, because it was so subtle. Besides those really intense ones of like the, the super stress, super worry, like um, anxious, like those were the ones that I could figure out first because they were more intense. The other ones oftentimes felt a lot more subtle to me. So I, what I would say to myself is I just don't know what those feel like. But I think it's a matter of like, just check, keep checking in and giving yourself the opportunity to experience it because some of them are more subtle. They are maybe more challenging ones to experience than some of those bigger emotions that we have. Yeah. And I also just want to offer, there's no right way or no amount of like super strong feeling in your body. So you know, it can feel a little funny if you're not used to this, to be having like a conversation with your body, either with or without a coach involved. Both can feel very strange, but you're like, I don't know if it's working. I don't know if I'm doing it right. And I'll just offer that the exercise of tuning in again and again, even if you think you're not feeling the right thing, That's actually the thing. Yeah. I call this in one of my masterminds, Anthea, I actually did a special one-on-one call with each student where I took them through and gave them the opportunity to actually process a feeling with me guiding them through. Mm -hmm. And it was so powerful, I think, for all of us to have experienced that. And I, so I started calling it a feeling burpee, you know, (laughs) Putting yourself like at first burpees. Well, I still think burpees suck, honestly, but like you get stronger at it, right? You get more like practice and you're like, okay, yeah, I kind of know I can kind of sense this. And so like the, just what you just said, like the process of tuning into your body is like the feeling burpee in my mind. It is the thing that you practice enough. You get strong, stronger at it. And when I say that you're just more tuned into the sensation that's happening into your body. Yeah, that makes so much sense. It sense it's just like you strengthen that muscle. Yeah. Which and you get not, better at it. Totally. I mean, this is not a skill that anybody teaches us to do in our normal everyday lives. It's not like I think it's a very new idea that we're just learning about. And so of course it's gonna be one of those things. We're not gonna be naturally maybe amazing at it at the beginning because we haven't practiced it. It takes a little bit of practice, I think, to really 
get into the nuances of what's happening in the body and feel maybe those subtle things that we maybe didn't tune into before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So processing our feelings is really feeling our feelings. And before we move on to like why we want to do this, can you speak just a little bit to like, what do we typically do with our feelings instead? Like instead of processing, you know, the things that we see, <laughs> that we all, yeah. as humans. I mean, we just look for ways to avoid it. So, yeah. I mean, that shows up in a lot of different ways, depending on, you know, what your favorite method is. But I mean, it can be food and alcohol and Netflix or overworking or any of those things where we're focused on on what we're on anything besides what we're feeling basically yes like dole it out make it like less intense or just try and bypass it entirely yeah we want to skip to the part where we feel better yep totally so we all tend to have some coping mechanisms that are like that for us that we've developed over time that just make us feel a little bit better, we think. Because <laughs> we get to skip the icky part. But the thing is, the icky part kind of just lays dormant waiting for us. Yeah. Unless we process it, which is why it's so amazing. Yeah. So I think a couple things that you just said that are really important to pull out. Like we, many of us have our thing that we do, right? For some of us, it is we go to have a snack or we maybe have a glass of wine or a drink or we go sit in front of Netflix or we like hyper consume like videos or content or courses or whatever it is right right coaches are kind of famous for this (laughs) like oh there's just this one more thing and if I learn this thing then I'll feel more confident I'll feel more determined I'll feel more committed like I just need to buy this other class right and For sure, there's a place for all of that. But what we're saying is maybe not doing that to avoid feelings, your feelings that you're feeling, doing it, but for a different reason. And I know for me, my thing has been different, like through my journey. It seems like, I don't know if this is true, Anthea, but my experience is like, I'll like heal myself from going to this one thing to make myself feel better. And then I'll notice that I'm wanting to do it with another thing. Like for like before I even knew about coaching, I realized now I was buffering with running. So like I would run every single day. I was a total mess if I didn't get to run in the morning. I ran to the point of, I don't know if I've shared this story on the podcast of like breaking both of my legs. Actually, that's how crazy it was. Yeah, I was literally in walking cast. I went to this physical therapist who I had some amazing physical therapists. She was an Olympic um, athlete. She was one of the doctors that went to the Olympics that year and helped the athletes there. And she was like, girl, if you keep running this way, like you're going to ruin yourself for life. You're never going to be able to run again. So it was like, okay, I need to figure out something else. Right. So I was running for a while and then I was like, okay, I got myself figured out here. And then I realized I just went to the next thing, which was alcohol, or it was like, food or like, it seems like it was always a thing until I realized that if I would just feel my feelings, I wouldn't need any of that stuff ever. Yeah. And that was such a huge, it felt like so 
much free, like liberation almost. I used to feel like so controlled by emotions and then I felt so liberated once I learned this. Oh my gosh, that's so good. And so amazing for you to have the perspective. You got to the point where you broke both your legs. <laughs> yes. And you're like, <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe I see that there's a problem and I need to stop running right now. Yeah. And then you still were looking to like fill that, yeah. that piece. Exactly. In a different way. Right. Yeah. And I think that is like once we think that something's working, like we're pretty smart as humans, right? We usually don't things that don't do things repeatedly that don't work. So if I've made a connection in my mind that, oh, this thing works, it makes me feel better, then that's going to be the thing I go to because I think it makes me feel better. So anybody, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I notice I do this thing. Well, yeah, you do it because it's probably worked or you have thought that it has worked in the past. Like you're pretty smart. You wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't working. Right. And I mean, unexamined, it looks like it. Yes. Is what I would say. Oh, I love the way that you put that. Yes. Unexamined. <laughs> you examine it. You're like, oh, wait, that doesn't actually work the way I thought that it didn't. But right. Right. Don't dive into it. it. It seems on the surface that that's what's working. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I love that. So let's, um, Anthea's going to give you some ama an amazing resource at the end of the show, which I'm super excited about, of how you can work through processing feelings for yourself. But we also wanted to give you a little bit of like, why are we even talking about this? And why would we want to do this? Because I know that you might be listening and you're like, well, I'm a really practical person and I don't really know that I have time for this or this like, what is the benefit of even doing this? I mean, number one it is if you were like me, kind of like liberating yourself from feeling like you're at the effect of your emotions all the time and like trying to do things to avoid them. That's one benefit. But Anthea, what else? Like if you're a business person, which is kind of what we're trying to convince our entrepreneurs to yeah. start doing this for themselves. Why is that? Well, when I first learned about processing emotions, what I learned is, and I know you talk some about the self-coaching model on your podcast, is that stuck feelings create stuck models. So if we're getting results that aren't what we want in our business, in our life anywhere, but if we're talking business specifically right now, the actions we're taking are coming from our predominant feelings, right? Yeah. And so we can try to outthink our way out of those feelings. That's what we do. We can recognize the thoughts that we want to be taking action from that we think would really serve our business, right? But what happens is our unconscious brain is still playing those thoughts on loop and making us feel scared, and failure and shame and those things that are not fueling the actions we want. Yeah. And so processing emotions helps us just free ourselves of that model. I like so quickly. Yeah. That's the thing that I think is the most fascinating for me is like how quickly you move to a place that you want to be doing the things you're doing what you want to be doing and you're like moving yourself forward. That's been one of the most, right. one of the most amazing experiences for me, at least in doing this work. 
because we can't artificially put ourselves in the model that we want to be in, experiencing in our body that true feeling of the future model. But what we can do is process the feeling that has us in that stuck model. And then it's like it dissipates and there's this feeling of lightness that comes when we just kind of let go of the emotion that we thought was such a big deal, whether we thought was keeping us stuck or that we had to avoid. We feel it. And then we're like, actually, I mean, that was just this feeling in my chest or this tightness in my throat. And so I felt it and I didn't die. And now it's not so terrifying. Like now I could just go do the thing. Yeah. I know. And I know you have an example of this and I have an example of this too that I want to offer up, but that has been my experience too. I feel less held captive. I don't even know if that's the right word, but that's just what I'm feeling held captive by your emotions. And everybody, I think if you've ever been in a place where you've felt stuck, you know what that sense is like, I just can't get momentum. I just can't be, I can't move forward in the way that I want. I kind of, I like, we usually know what we want to do or we know what our next step is, but we're just not doing it. And mm-hmm. if that's your experience, you might consider stop stopping and tuning in and see if there's some unprocessed emotion that is, that needs to be worked through. Yeah. Yeah. It really can be magic. It, yeah. And I think maybe we both share some of our examples here. And this is why you'll see, like when I share with my example, and Anthea shares her example, why inside of my mastermind, it, to me, teaching this, our students how to be emotionally resilient. And part of that is learning how to process their emotions is so important. I think as being an entrepreneur in the world and building businesses and like the things that we do as business owners, all like so often are new things that we don't have experience doing before or that maybe aren't like super certain in our mind. And so we put ourselves in these situations that are amazing growing opportunities. And yet we still have a lot of emotion around it. <laughs> Right. You said that so beautifully, but like we all know being in the midst of the amazing growing opportunity can kind of suck, right? Like it feels hard. Totally. And so think about like being able to like do the hard thing, process the emotion around it versus doing the hard thing and getting stuck in it. You can see why your progress forward would be stunted a little bit because you're like just stuck in the worry or the doubt or the fear or the insecurity. And if you don't process through that's still inside of you, it's still operating your show to some degree or to a large degree for many of us. And it's like, then, then what we find, I think we want to do, and Anthony, I'd love to hear your thoughts about this too, is then we start like beating ourselves up and being really critical of ourselves and judging ourselves. Like there has to be something wrong with me. I should be doing better here. I should be moving ahead faster or keeping up with everybody else. (laughs) When really all that needs to happen, there's nothing wrong with you. You just maybe have some stuck emotion that is preventing you from moving forward in the way that you want. Yeah, I totally agree. 
Yeah. So I think I'll share my example. This is like, I shared this with Anthea just before we got on the podcast. Like this literally just happened this morning. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a very new um, experience for me. Although I did what, and the reason I shared it with her, I was like, I just processed, I processed the feeling first and then I took action, which I think is where our best decision-making comes from and our problem-solving capacity is at its highest is in that format, process the emotion and then take action. So I got a message from one of our 10K and 10-hour students and inside that mastermind, I have a team that builds the sales funnel. I call it a money machine. There's a lot of tech for each of our students. And of course, there's like humans involved, right? So there are things that happen, even though we do our best, we go through a review process, I got a message from a student who was upset because something was broken. And I noticed like literally it was like immediate when I read that Slack message, I felt disappointed. And I noticed like I, because I have very high expectations for how we deliver service to our students inside there, it's very important to me. And in my mind, what happened was, of course, I went to the, I'm a failure. This is a terrible program. I should just shut it all down. And I was like, okay, hold on a hot second there, sister. And I was like, okay, I'm just feeling disappointed right now because I have an idea of how I want this to be delivered to my students. And it didn't go the way that I wanted it to. And I just noted, noticed the disappointment. And I literally, I just shut my eyes for a second. And for me, disappointment, it's interesting, disappointment and shame, I've been processing through a lot. And I think it's because I'm just now able to see what that feels like in my body because I've been doing my feeling burpees enough. (laughs) (laughs) But for me, it's like like this tight constriction in the back of my throat, almost like it's a little bit painful, but not like, like super painful. It's just this very tight thing. And So I just noticed like, okay, there it is. I can see it. So I knew immediately what it was and I just stayed with it. I just breathed. I just was letting it be there. And then I just noticed it kind of just released and was gone. And then what I did was I was like, all right, perfect. This is a problem. Now we can get to solving it. But I didn't go from trying to solve it while I was feeling this shame, disappointment, I processed that first and then I got into, okay, it's fine. I just was feeling disappointed about this. It's not a problem and we can solve it. And so I moved through that so fast. And what was interesting for me about this is before I had done all of this feeling work, I would have sat in that for a long time. I would have been using my brain power to think about how I should probably just refund everybody and just quit doing all coaching altogether. Like my brain would have gone to the crazy place. Right. And that's how I would have been using my mental capacity for the day would be worrying about that. And instead, because I processed that emotion, I don't feel any worry about it at all. I literally feel super empowered. I'm like, this is great. I wanted to know if that was going to be a problem because now I can figure out how to solve it. Yes. So different. Yes. Totally. You have the power now. Yes. Versus yeah. feeling like I'm at the effect of this thing that I wish didn't happen. And now I have to feel really crappy about it. Right. Right. Yeah. Because we still have the circumstances in the world. Things yes, happen. For sure. <laughs> yes. Things happen. Exactly. And I still did feel crappy about it. I don't like feeling disappointed or shame. Yeah. <laughs> but I did. <laughs> right. Right. And the reason, and then processing it just made 
the length of time that I was experiencing it and in it so much shorter, I think also. Yeah. Okay. So that leads right into how I did not do it as well. <laughs> My example, because I stayed in it for a while. Yeah. Um. So is it okay if I jump in? Totally. Yeah. There? I think it's good. Okay. And I want to just say like the reason I share that example is because this has been the culmination of a lot of these that I've done. And this is one experience where I worked through it pretty quickly, but that has not been my entire journey. So please don't hear me say that I like process. I'm like this feeling processing ninja person. I'm not. Just, I had this one example today. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I would say it varies. I mean, we, it's very helpful to not have a particular expectation in mind for a processing feeling session. Yeah. There's no way it's supposed to look at, that we end up at the end and we're done, right? It and just do it right. <laughs> right. It's going to take its course and you might need to keep coming back to this work. That yep. also can be part of it. But I, after you've been doing your burpees, like Neil has said, like you do get better and quicker. And some of it is just even identifying that you need to go there. So that was, yeah, I think that, that was my mistake. Point. Yeah, yeah, such a good point, Anthea. So I didn't realize that I was stuck because... I kept taking action. And so I thought, oh, that's not even a thing, right? So I worked for another coach a little while ago and it didn't work out. Vulnerable of me to share because I was really bummed, but I thought like, oh, this makes sense. This is the next direction my business is going to go instead of working inside someone else's. And so I put my attention on my business and doing the things, and I didn't stop to process because I, you know, I mean, I was aware, but I just thought it's fine. I know like why that situation didn't work out. And so I'm just going to move in, in the direction that makes sense. But what happened is I realized I had kind of pulled myself out of that community mm. without noticing. And I was starting to think, I don't belong there. I don't want yeah. to go to their event. I don't, you know, I'm going to feel not enoughness. And so when I noticed that come up, I was like, ew, I still have, I thought I was fine because I just went in the other direction and started working on my stuff in, in a way that was serving me related to my business. Yeah. But. I had this underlying like icky feeling, kind of this sadness that I didn't belong. Yeah. And so I recognized months later that I needed, that I wanted to process the emotion around that. And so I did it in a session with another coach who led me through it. I mean, obviously I know how to do this for myself, but it is next level when you can like totally turn your mind off and just have somebody walk you through it. And it was extremely emotional for me yeah. more than I realized. It wasn't something I was like crying about on a regular basis. And then when I walked through, like 
what is happening in my body? You know, like I had this clenching around my heart and I realized there was sadness, you know? Yes. And I, I felt that tightness in my chest and I let that be there and I let myself cry. And I mean, in that one session for me, after several months of just trying to work around it, yep. I could just it, work through it. It's fine. fine. <laughs> in that one session, I just felt like this immense, like lifting of my energy, this lightness that there was, it was such a shortcut, but it took me so long to even see it. Yeah. And then as soon as I was there, I was like, oh, it's totally fine. Like I reached back out in that community and I realized I'm totally welcome there and have had awesome experiences since then. And it was just my thinking about it that was keeping me, you know, on the outside. Yeah. And that emotion that you had in process that you didn't well, see until right. you were ready to see it. Uh, right. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's so, that's such an amazing example because, which goes to like what we were talking about a little bit earlier. Like if you have this unprocessed emotion, like it is going to affect what you do, whether you realize it or not. Just like Anthea said, she, she didn't realize it, but she was pulling away from that community because she had this unprocessed emotion. And once that was processed, notice what she did. She like went and re like engaged with it that community, which is totally a place that she wants to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I also, I thought I was moving forward in my business, like, cause I was taking the action on those things and thought, oh, well, this is just about like sadness or, you know, this is just feelings. Right. But I can go over there and do the actions for my business. Uh -huh. And what I realized is Neil and I were talking about this episode before when we decided to, to record it, me being in that role that didn't work out is where I met Neil. She was one of my students in that role. And then I hired her to be my coach. And then she hired me. Yep. And it's just like, I would have never guessed, right? I thought that the how for my business was working for this other coach. And then I thought, well, oh, I've just got to figure it out on, on my own. And so I'm going to take all of this action. And until I processed the emotion about that experience and like brought all of that together, now like Neil and I have created this, you know, lovely connection back and forth. And, and it's like the how of my business is not what I thought it was a year ago. And that's totally fine. Like it's yeah. even more amazing. Right. I think that's such a, that's such a beautiful point. Like you didn't even see how all these amazing things were connecting and working together for you because you were stuck in the emotion of this one experience. Right. Right. So amazing. And I other, the other thing that I just noticed in what you said was you kind of released the attachment to how your business was supposed to be built. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. You're open to how it's actually unfolding. Yep. Which that is not what I could have mapped out a year ago. Yeah. 
Totally. Totally. So I just think like, uh, that's such an amazing example. Thank you for being vulnerable and offering that up because there's so many of us who have that similar example of like, I'm not good enough. I was rejected. Somebody doesn't like me. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm a failure. <laughs> it's like right. all of that, right? And so you sharing that example and how you process through that sadness and whatever else emotion was there for you led you to seeing how all of these things are working together for you and being open to how you could build your business or how your business is being built right now. Yeah. It's so amazing. Yeah. It's so amazing. And I am like, um, and you're, I want to say something about what you said that I have hired you. And I, I did, because I think you're number one, like one of the world-class coaches. And I do not say that lightly because I've been in a room for a lot of high-class coaches, seriously. And it's one of the reasons why I have you training me on how to be an even better coach in, in a group coaching setting. You have like, you're, your ability to coach in a really small amount of time and the things that like the connections you pull out, like it blows my mind every time I work with you or I see you working with our students. And so if you are a one-on-one coach, I just want to give Anthea a little plug here because I believe in her so much. And you are thinking about you're doing one-on-one and you like to move to group or you're doing a group and you're like, I'm really struggling, like how to do this group coaching thing correctly. I don't think we're taught the skill behind that or how it's different than doing a one-on-one session. Anthea is someone that you're going to want to connect with. So in that way, or if you are wanting some help, like Maybe you're like, okay, maybe this processing emotion thing is a thing that I might want to check out or maybe I need to do. (laughs) I want to challenge everyone who's listening. If you're listening to this show, like maybe even give yourself 30 days of practicing a feeling burpee once a day or once a week. Just give yourself the ability to make that decision with from a more educated place because you've tried it and see how you could do that. And the way that you could do that for yourself is with what Anthea is going to tell you about in just a second, which is her freebie that she's giving everybody who's listening today on how to be able to do that processing work themselves, even if you don't have a coach to be able to take you through it. So can you tell us a little bit about what you're giving them to be able to help them with that? Yeah, I have an outline for what I call a script. So we're going to kind of walk you through filling in the blanks of a way that you can talk to yourself to calm your nervous system. So this is a really short exercise, but if you bring this into your regular practice, something happens, you feel a strong emotion, you can use the script to just sort of calm yourself down. Of course, it makes sense. I'm believing this because of, you know, it can be It'll be more meaningful for you if you customize the script besides the words that I'll provide you with something like, oh, yeah, because when I was the kid, this thing happened and my parents taught me this. And so, of course, when it shows up in my life now, that's what I think it means. And we just use the script Instead of arguing with ourselves that we should be somewhere else, we shouldn't be experiencing this emotion, we just let it be there and kind of 
soothe our brain. I love that. What you just said, we let it be there and soothe our brain is beautifully said. So anybody who is interested in getting this script, it's one of the things that we're using with our students inside of the mastermind to help them be engaging with and practicing this work too. You can check the link in the show notes and we'll link that up and you can go grab that for yourself. Or go hire Anthea and she'll do some <laughs> She does a really good job. I am working with her again, like I said, to learn how to become an amazing group coach. As part of that, she is reviewing my coaching and giving me feedback. And of course, then I have to process emotion <laughs> around it, but she's helping me work through that too. So I just want to say thank you so much for being here, Anthea. You're on vacation. You're willing to do this podcast. I know you're doing this because you believe so strongly in this skill of processing feelings and because of the impact that it can have in someone's life, whether they're building a business, they're momming, they have some other kind of goal, doesn't really matter. We're all humans and we all have emotions to work through. We all do. Just like where you started saying, I just wish I could skip those. I know. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we get to keep them. <laughs> we get to keep them, but this will also help you not feel like hostage to them or sort yeah. of controlled by them and make you feel like more liberated and free to just experience the emotions that you have and not like be worried or fearful about experiencing a certain emotion. Right. Like that lightness that I described through my own journey, it was like I was so constricted. So, you know, I just felt held back. And then once I processed the emotion, I was like, oh, I'm actually not at all. I can't believe it's gone, but no, there's nothing outside of me that's holding me back or keeping me from that community or, or any of it, right? It's all available to me. Yeah. And so empowering in that way, right? To kind of like unlock that jail cell that we kind of put ourselves in because of that emotion that we don't realize that we're doing it. Like immediately I notice always like my brain just starts offering me so many new ideas, like. I feel lighter. I feel more energized. I actually sleep better when I process emotion, which I don't know if there's a connection there, but I'm, I'm for me, there's some sort of connection there some way. So there's also just these amazing benefits that I think that are not just moving ourselves forward, but kind of like these other strategic benefits that happen as well. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing this with us. I'm sure we'll have you back. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Talk for having me. More things. Yeah. And again, if you're interested in that script that will help you start to do this processing your feelings work, check the link in the show notes and or go connect with Anthea. We'll have all of her information in the show notes as well. You can click her link and go check her out, hire her to help you with your feeling work as well. Okay, so now you know what a feeling is, what it comes from, why it's important and why you might start considering doing some feeling burpees and practicing the processing of emotion rather than just ignoring it, maybe telling yourself that you're fine, that you don't need to think about it. You can just ignore it and move through it. Or if you notice that you're feeling stuck or you notice that you're like knowing that you should be doing something or you know what you want to be doing next, but you're not processing some feelings maybe some unprocessed emotion that is in your body could be the answer to moving yourself forward in the way that you want to be going. So 
grab that download from Anthea with a script on it that will help you work through how to process a feeling. And then also consider if you have a coach asking your coach to walk you through processing a feeling, if that coach knows how to do that. If you don't have someone that you work with and you want some help, you want a referral to a coach, please feel free to reach out to me at Neil Williams Coach on Instagram or email us at neil at neilwilliams.com. I hope this episode was helpful. You don't have to be an entrepreneur to benefit from this work. Like I mentioned in the episode, I used to want to not have to feel any feelings. And I thought about how amazing my life would be. And that's just really ludicrous because that's not the way that we work as humans. So we're going to have feelings, but knowing this skill and becoming practiced at the skill of processing them is the thing that will liberate you from feeling at the effect or at the mercy of feelings that you maybe don't think you want to experience. Okay, go take me up on that 30 day challenge. Do your daily, weekly, whatever you decide feeling burpee and let me know how it's going. Love to hear about it. Email me, DM me on Instagram. Have an amazing week and I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the Unbusier Life Show. If you're a coach with a day job struggling to get your coaching business off the ground because you think you need more time or that your day job is keeping you from your dream business, my niche strategy call is just for you. You will come away from this call with the right niche for you, learn how to get three clients and the five simple steps of making 10K working just 10 hours a week. You don't need a lot of time to make money in your business as a coach. All you really need is the plan to do it and the hours that you do have. I only offer a few of these each week, so go grab yours today by visiting my website at www.neilwilliams.com. This call is for you if you still aren't making money in your business, or it's really hard to sell your offer, or you're stuck in niche drama. We'll tackle all of it in this 30-minute call. Have a gorgeous week, and I'll see you right here on the show next week.